Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's episode. Uh, I titled it Managing It All in the Gamified Classroom, plus an announcement. I'm not going to make you wait too long for that announcement. In fact, I'm going to put it right here in the front. And that is, I have decided the fate of Well Played and my podcast world. So here's what I'm planning on doing. I'm planning on actually hosting different podcasts, multiple podcasts, and... I mean, it might be one to start with, but then it might be another. I want to start thinking about my podcast instead of the way I did Well Played, instead of this idea of seven seasons about to round into season eight, uh, and you just have this monolith of content. I want to think of it more like writing a book. So maybe uh, a podcast only has 10, 15 episodes, but they're solid, they're focused, and there they are. Maybe others have 55 podcasts, but like it's focused on a particular topic. And like a book, you could kind of listen to that series, be excited about the next series, the next project. So uh, I will be linking all my podcasts on mrmatera.com as well as on emc2learning if you happen to be a member of that site. So you'll be able to check them out there, mrmatera.com and emc2learning.com if you are a member. So, uh, you know, please be on the lookout. Again, mrmatera.com. You'll see my podcasts there and my projects. I am really excited about getting it started. And the Well Played podcast is going to end after this season. I can't believe it, but I am excited. I still might post a few more episodes of Well Played Beyond this season, more just to publicize where I ended up so that those are on record, but uh, it has been a good run. So we have one more episode after this one, but let's not fret. There'll be more podcasts, and I hope you guys make the jump to wherever I land uh, in the podcast world. And truly, if you want to support my work and support some great change in your classroom, I definitely would love to see you at emc2learning.com. It is filled with so many, so many great activities. I literally wake up excited to go to my classroom and do another activity with my students. I kid you not. Uh, today I got up at like 4.30 uh, just not to work out, not to do anything else other than I'm just excited to get in there and do. we're doing rehash rally in my classroom, I absolutely love it. It's a fantastic activity that would work in just about any class. All right. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. I appreciate you listening to those kind of updates. Um, all right. So in a gamified class, I'm going to give some advice here on sort of managing it all. Uh, gamified classrooms can get kind of unwieldy, a little big, a little scary. You never know. It's... Uh, it's a bit tense out there. And I know that we're uh, teachers. We got 
lots of things that we have to do and adding that gamification layer can just feel like a bridge too far for some of you i gotta tell you it's so worth it to cross that bridge cross it cross it cross it because your kids are going to be having a better time your your lessons are going to sink in there's just a greater sense of connectivity in the classroom uh but like i said managing it all can be a lot so i'm going to start with sort of what i call my gamification control tower this is a resource on emc2 uh i have a much much older version uh which still works but uh on teachers pay teachers but uh my gamification control tower is a just mega spreadsheet that i tried to simplify with also <laughs> complicating <laughs> i know that sounds crazy uh what i mean by the complicating is I give you uh, a million options of things you can toggle on or off. So it's not too hard, but to set up, you do have to kind of go through all these options of like what you want your gamification control tower to sort of display or show. And after that, you pretty much exist in like just columns for the things you want to give XP for experience points. Sorry for those newly joining us here on well played. But yeah, we have uh, a column and you just sort of type, you know, side quest or today's activity if you want to give them points. And then you just fly down the column, giving people, you know, 500 points or whatever. And this spreadsheet keeps track of it all, gives your students graphs and data and whatnot and ranking if you want, all these various things. It balances out the classrooms so that if you have one class that has like, 27 students and another that's 25 that's unfair to the 25 so you can toggle on that you want that that team to get like a, some ghost players and it'll auto calculate how many ghost players by figuring out which house or which class has you know the most and then figure out where it's from compared to the most and give that many ghost players the ghost players then are also uh, an average of collected points from their particular class. So the better that class does, the better the ghost players do. So it really just, it's smooth, it's awesome. There's so much features built in that can make your game truly personal. So if any of you have ever used something like Classcraft, great place to dip your toe in to gamification. But the rigidity of the fact that you are playing their game uh while helpful because it gives you a game structure to begin with uh ultimately for me way too boxed in because you are playing their game as opposed to your game and the gamification control tower allows you to play your game and create just this epic world but this does that that baseline engine of a video game that is points right and data points and data is something that video games do so well and as a teacher that can be incredibly overwhelming but i find this incredibly smooth and easy to sort of roll out and implement in your class uh, it's pretty awesome i love it all right the next sort of thing that i want to talk about is making of items and storing them for any of you that are on uh this gamification journey you know that i absolutely love items and i make a bunch of them so one organization on your end is going to be important because i do think 
you're going to end up making a lot of these because they're so fun. Uh, so I definitely would start first and foremost with making a Google folder called items. And then to start with, they could all be in there if you want. Uh, but you could also, I on, on mine have folders inside that folder and I say, you know, all year round. So there's items that I can give out to a student that just exist in my game, no matter what unit. And then I make folders per unit. And those, to start with, you're going to let all items be all year. But eventually, if you get enough items, let's say you got even five items per unit. Let's say you could come up with that. That's a lot. It's a high bar for you new ones. But if you can get to that, then all of a sudden I think it's worth having this thing because then it puts pressure on, like, you should do something in this unit to earn an item because this is only gettable in this unit, which actually gives you another item opportunity. You could create items that allow you to get items from the past, right? That'd be kind of cool. So again, these rules create opportunities for new items. And so actually, the bigger your game, the easier it is to create, question mark. I know, that sounds crazy, but it's true. Truly, the bigger the game, the more rules you have, the more rules you have, the more items that can bend those rules. It's kind of simple. So think about that. Um, now, when you make these items, so I told you about the storage of them digitally. Then there is the storage of them physically, because if anybody has been listening to this podcast over the seven years, I can't believe that. That's like half my daughter's life. But uh if you've been listening, you know that I believe in physical items. I want to give that student an item. I want to like slide it across the table and be like, here you go. You got this. That's awesome. And with the physical items, what I do is uh, when I print them out, I cut them up, and then I store them in a baseball card holder. So if you go on Amazon, I think for like 15 bucks, you can get 100 of these sheets. They click them into their binders, and then they have nine pockets. That's their person. I have heard of people in EMC2 using the nine pockets, just that the student can go anywhere. I've also seen it where it's a little bit like an RPG game where the center middle is their like where they can put their helmet or stuff like that. So if teachers have invented like items that are sort of headgear, then all of a sudden the center center is like what armor they're wearing, right? And then the bottom is like boots. And then the left and the right are their hands. Like what are they able to hold? And then the four corners is their, I'm, I'm like using air quotations here, their backpack so they have four spots in their backpack that is a total style that you could do which is really cool uh, that's not a one i do but i want to toss it out there it's something i've heard you guys do and love uh so storm then you get yourself a big i got like a three inch three ring binder and i just put my own baseball card holders in there and populate it with ones and I again organize it that same way I do digitally so the front section is all year round items and then the unit specific items it just goes in my unit order so I already know to kind of like flip eight pages in or whatever to get to the current unit I'm in or something like that uh, it's been just a great easy system 
that allows me to manage, you know, a hundred some kids and giving out of items and they have the same binder. Again, I don't do the the person sort of left hand, right hand kind of thing, but uh, it's all there and it's fantastic. And all right. The last thing I got to tell you is enlist your students to help smooth this out. So once you start playing your game, your kids are going to know more about your game than you because they're the players of your game. So, you know, talk to them at recess, sit at the lunch table with them and ask them like what items they would like to see. You know, what frustrations do they have? Because those frustrations when they're like, oh man, I wish, I wish I could get that item. I didn't get it in unit two and it would be so helpful. My friend has it. I love it. Oh, so you wish there was a way to get that item. Boom. Now you can build another item that lets you go get items from past units. See how that like works? It's so awesome and epic. I love it. And then the last bit is get kids. So if like you're going to get ideas from kids and you're going to make those items for kids, then I also enlist my kids help in cutting out items. I call it King's favor. They get on a list and they occasionally sort of get an item for helping me which most kids want to help anyways. So they cut those out. You slide them in. I always print three copies. So you end up with 27 items when I print out a new item. And that 27 items fits in a baseball card holder pretty nice. So you're able to kind of put 27 items. And now that can last me this year and a lot of times some into next year. So you're not printing as many times which is awesome and i mean like ultimately i so want you guys to make make a game make a game and by make a game i just mean choose a theme we've already done a lot of the work we got the gamification control tower can manage your points you got these items that can breathe theme into your game your space game have oxygen tanks you know shuttle bay all these things if you're an old Western game, have like the old mine, the revolver, like whatever. And then if you're, uh, if you're like me, I do a medieval. I mean, I have all sorts of items uh, that I theme out throughout there, and that brings breathes life into the game. It brings life into your classroom. I love seeing my kids live up to the potential, to their potential, and the game gives them a structure to kind of see that in a non-threatening way. So hopefully you think about adding this to your world because uh, it's awesome. All right, everybody. I can't believe uh, that I finally made a decision. I'm well played. Thank you so much for being here. Definitely want to remind you to check out MrMatera.com for the podcasts, the new podcasts that are going to be coming out and uh yeah it has been a pleasure it's been an honor and i got one more episode uh to wrap up season seven and like i said season eight might have a few posts just to let you guys know where i land all right everybody have a great day and play on